First off, this uh, program does not reflect the views nope. of let's let's list everyone that we work for: Simmons Media, X ninety six, their uh, the staff or management, their children or their pets. Uh, it does not reflect the uh, views Des- of Deseret News Publishing Company. No, absolutely anyone, not. Anyone involved in the Deseret News, and uh, except for us, no, I, but Bert's. Bert Sticky Lounge is still represents. It still represents? Yeah, I'm the official uh, conscience. I, I'm just freelance, so if Disney so. doesn't like what I say, they can <laughs> not ask me to work on High School Musical 3 anymore. All I right. Guess. So there's there's our disclaimer. Welcome to the Geek Show. Welcome to Yay! my basement. It is the Geek Show podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, downloading it, first of all. Uh, we, do, uh, we do have some sponsors. Uh, just a couple here before we get started. First of all... Uh, uh, a generous grant from Stark Industries has made this podcast possible. Stark Industries, hey, our boss is Iron Man. In your face, Steve Jobs. <laughs> You'll feel free to laugh at these. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's the stuff. I don't want to be accepting alien money, though. Oh, okay. Scroll money. Dirty yeah. scrolls. And uh, also the uh, another uh, grant from the makers of a small thermal exhaust port right below the main port. They want. No. They want I to. Love re- those. They want to remind you about the the recall. Please do not use the small thermal exhaust port right below the main port. Apparently, there is uh, some sort of ray shielding problem, yeah. and you should return them to your place of purchase. Or just, All right. Just put a plank of wood over it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I put Jar Jar in front of it. I, that's, <laughs> I, no, a that's a target. Stuff a stuff a oh, there, that's in. a problem. Stuff a gungan in there. That's right. All right, anyway, so uh, uh, after our first uh, podcast, first of all, thank you to uh, our uh, producer, Zach, for doing such a fine job. Yay. Thank you. Uh, producing. Yeah. And I promise to be loud as hell. And, uh, yeah, we, we did get our uh, some of our technical problems fixed. Uh, we all have headphones now. So it's kind of fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to my world. I, I wear can't these. tell where the sound I is coming these, from yeah. anymore. Yeah. I wear these every day, so... Uh, yeah, so I think we got that, and I appreciate the the emails we got. Let me let me find one of those here. We got some emails about the podcast. Uh, let's see this one from uh, Chris, the anime geek. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about anime a little. He won't like us soon. later. <laughs> <laughs> He'll stop listening. Yeah, unsubscribe. Let's drive uh, away all the save, listeners. I, maybe I can save the group. Okay. Yeah, you you, you kind of got a little anime going for you, don't you? Well, I speak Japanese. So that's well, there you go. Maybe you can explain it. Ohio Gazimus. I consider myself to be an honest person. I will tell you an honest opinion of the Geek Show podcast. A couple of things I noticed. You probably already noticed. Uh, The microphone problems. Okay, so I think we got that taken care of. Uh, The drops that we usually see, for those who are listening around the nation, this uh, show is done occasionally on an as-needed basis on uh, the radio station I work at, X96. And... I play sounds and dialogue from geek-related stuff, you know, Star Trek and The Simpsons and things like that. They would like more of that here. We're going to try to figure out how to do that. Again, our producer, Zach, is he's on it. Diligently working on it. So that should be about, you know, three, four episodes. We'll have that figured out. Uh, let's see. Um, they want the Star Trek background noise back. <laughs> Oh, you mean the, the view screen? Uh, no, so, you know, the, you know like, the, how, like when we're on the radio, it sounds like we're on the bridge. It's like we're on the bridge. Oh, oh that. Yeah. Oh, the little, the little, yeah. I enjoy so, that, too. Well, I had that at my house, just on a uh, regular basis. <laughs> Playing over your intercom or, system. Or, That's how I fall asleep. Or perhaps we could pay Majel Barrett. I don't think she's doing anything these days. <laughs> Geek show now. So, uh, anyway, um... I don't know about that, because I was thinking that I, I wanted the podcast to be different from the radio show, and I think that the difference is is that there will be lulls in conversation, because we're just a bunch of guys sitting around <laughs> talking about stuff in my basement. Yeah. It's, it's not, I don't want it to be like a radio show. It's just, it's, that's why it's the podcast. You can't drink it's this different. much. Exactly. I can't drink at work. Uh, so here's a little Star Trek sound effects for you. Uh, go ahead, Zach. Wasn't that nice to have that back? Star Trek-y. It was the sound uh, of Pond Far. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's see. I think that I think that was the the big email I got. We got a bunch of them. We appreciate you sending them. Uh, Geekshowpodcast.com is uh, the website. We got the MySpace page going, which is just uh, uh, the Geek Show. Yeah, yeah. MySpace. MySpace. MySpace.com backslash the Geek Show. And uh, oh, oh here's just Geek Show. Yeah, Geek Show. Yeah. All right, and here's here's one more. Uh, we have we have PhDs listening too. Holy crap! So it's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> dad, I told you stop listening. Why am I spending my valuable time eavesdropping on your geekish ramblings when I could be watching American Gladiators over at Shannon's? <laughs> oh, that's Beverly, isn't it? <laughs> eavesdropping on your geekish ramblings, <laughs> swigging a little t- a little bit every time a grown man in a unitard with scary mutton chops howls. <laughs> Glad you're finally on the interweb. I will put your show in the regular rotation. And, uh, oh, it says, uh, which also includes the podcast that she listens to, which is goth knitters who spend their time criticizing the healthcare system while searching for <laughs> yarn porn. So very happy to have Beverly <laughs> with us. Hi, Bev. Dr. Beverly Brell. Dr. Beverly. And you can, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Of course, if you're listening to it right now, you, uh, you already have. Yeah. Probably already have. Yep. So anyway, all right, let's uh, let's get underway. We wanted to uh, last time we left off. We poor Mr. Pierce. He was here putting up with all this movie talk. Oh, it's quite all right. And uh, I again, enjoy well, the movies. Well, let's let's indru- introduce everyone. Uh, of course, uh, Scott Pierce, TV critic from the Deseret News. My friend Jeff Vice, film critic from Deseret the Deseret News. News. He's much more high class than I am. He's film. He is indeed film. Derek Hunter, that's who's, me. Who's sort of unemployed. Mostly, mostly unemployed. unemployed but uh, go to his website, PirateClub.com, to see some of his uh, fine artwork. And he is, of course, the writer and creator of the Pirate, Pirate Club comic book. And Woo-hoo. of course, uh, Shannon Barnson, the color commentator, yes, Woo-hoo. children's educator and bartender, almost, yeah, and uh, professional counselor at Edwards, <laughs> no, at, at Westminster College. No. At Westminster, you you are, yeah. Do they pay you? Well, yeah, I uh-huh. help them put their. Is there like classes a little together? I put them in math classes. Is it like a little booth like Lucy? Nope. No, like, I'm not like a counselor. What is it oh. called? A peer advisor. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to solve classes. my personal problems. And I'm also a horrible lech when my wife goes out of town and she needs to get home. Okay. Immediately. You know, I, this, you know this on tape, right? You know that we're... Well, no, I'm just, okay, I'm just, yeah. I just want to... I have to keep drinking so I don't cry, mm. is what happens. And uh, I'm Carrie Jackson. I host a little radio show on X96 in Salt Lake City called Radio from Hell. Uh, and we're, uh, we're drinking Absolute 100 tonight. So yeah. everyone else, except for Zach. I'm having water. I'm ha- well, I'm I too am having water. I toast you. I've had people concerned that uh, we're over, you know, because Zach is just, what, 19? Something like 14, 15. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's a, he, Their word, I'm corrupting him. All right, let's, uh, let's get our way with the TV talk. And um, Lost was great. Uh, the finale. Lost was great. Gosh. I'm, although I'm reading nothing but hate. What? About what? It. Yeah. You are kidding me, go sir. On, go on some of these websites. It's because people are stupid. I'm they sorry. They don't see the yeah. big picture, I don't think. No. Because, man, so many new things. There, you know, And you could pick on individual things. Frankly, the only thing that's driving me crazy about it is, is uh, Harold Perrineau's reaction to it, which I yeah. just want to slap him. I just read that yesterday. What oh, was Michael? Yes. Yeah. What did he, he say? He basically insinuated that his character was killed off without getting a happy reunion with his son and insinuated that it was racism. Because oh, because there's so many fatherless... I, well, see, I, I don't know. I've, I've written a column that probably run Tuesday um, that essentially says lots of people have died on this show. Most of them were white. Most of them did not get happy endings. And for that matter, there's an African-American character on the show who did get a happy ending, whose name has just escaped me, the woman who had cancer, who oh, yeah. got back with her husband, who, oh, yeah. who was with the, the only guy left Rose, from the tail Rose section. And Bernard? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. So I just think, you know, if you want to be upset, it, frankly, it wasn't my favorite storyline either. I didn't think they did a lot with him when they brought him back. Whoa, but, but whoa. I don't want to hear that anymore. <laughs> I just like I'm sorry. Maybe that's why you're di- you're dead. Yeah. But I, I love him. I think he's a great actor. He I, is a good actor. Like but it, it, it sounds like he's a pud. I'm it, bringing that word back. By the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, let's do, like do it. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to the podcast right now. Take a drink every time we use the word "pud." Um, <laughs> but I thought it was great. I but, still don't know what the hell's going still, on. But still, you know, he could be brought back with all these flashbacks and flashbacks. Well, well, he could. Yeah, well, but we have been told he's dead. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. Yeah. But then he lied. Oh, so he, he said he was dead? or, or? Uh, He has said he was dead. It, it's kind of like, 
I mean, I'm reminded of the episode of Friends when Joey was on the soap opera and he criticized the writers and fell down an elevator shaft. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I don't think they're going to be any big hurry to bring him back. Well, all right. It's They've got enough me. cool stories to tell. Yeah. I mean, it looks like Sun is like... Well, teaming I, up with uh, with uh, that was fantastic. Widmore, I love that. Gonna, and like, I don't know what she's going to do with that power play, but Jackson well, I don't understand time. how Ben ended up in the desert. But you know, you could see when he when he put the clothes on, we went, oh, he's going to. I want I, one of those ice rooms with the wheel underneath the my house. Wheel, the frozen donkey <laughs> yeah. wheel. I, I mean, honestly, I thought that they were going to like do something with the magnetic pole or something, so you couldn't find the island. And when the island disappeared, nope. I kind of went. Oh, <laughs> holy crap. That was, that was interesting. It. I think that was like two of the best hours of TV I've ever seen. It was I really good. It. I really was convinced good. it was going to be metaphorically moving the island, like I, emotionally moving it or something. Well, you like, thought the island was going to cry? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> Noah's Ark. The They'd have therapy. to build Noah's Ark. We also did get some sort of explanation for a lot of the stuff that's been going on when he talked about, what did he what did he call it? That stuff in the, in the, um, the one part of the, of the, the Dharma, Metaclorians? this, yeah, the, this <laughs> weird matter that affects stuff. I mean, I mean, there's there's oh, an the, easy the, explanation. Yeah, the Metaclorians. Meta- is it the uh, the ooze from Ghostbusters too? But I, oh, I, that I'm stuff sorry. is delicious on toast. Sorry. I mean, once again, I don't know what's going on, but I don't care. I'm just so enjoying it. It has been fun. Uh, and and, uh, and I'm hoping for an explanation for Jack's back bad beard. Yeah, man, that's because oh, it, it, it's fake, Jeff. I think he. I'm sorry, I think honey. it was from. Uh, uh, a, a road production of Fiddler on the Roof. I think he looked like G.I. Joe. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I like G. where you're Joe going with that. I think he looked yeah. like the original G.I. Joe. The, the original with the Kung Fu grip. Yeah. 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 That weird fuzzy hair and that fuzzy weird beard. Give him a scar and he's set. Yeah. Yeah. Could All I right. pose a question to the group before yes. we move on? Yes. Okay, the next season. Is it going to start? Where this one left off with like three years later, everyone, like they've the Oceanic Six has been off the island for years, and now they have to get back. Or is it going to start where, like, the island has moved? Or is I'm, it going to do both? I, I think know, it'll I'm just be both. The glove trotters are on it. There you We've go. We talked about yep. this before. <laughs> yes, I. Be the best way to end it: clunky robots and the glove trotters. <laughs> yes, and, and a oh, Russian in a ghost would, costume. Would, yes. would, would that be the best opening for next season ever? The island just shows up, and <laughs> and we get a CGI it's Bob good. CGI Bob Denver saying. Rescued. <laughs> Look, a helicopter him. skipper, a helicopter. No, oh, I would hate it. All right, uh, let's see. What, uh, there's a bunch of new shows. Of course, uh, Galactica, and I has yeah. just been awesome. Galactica <sighs> is is. I am just really, really. In, I mean, it's so funny how people will the people will stop me on the street. Just today, as a matter of fact, I was at the gay pride parade, and some guy come up to me and says, "So, Carrie, who's the final Cylon?" I don't know. But it's, people are really into this show. I have to say, wasn't it hysterical when um, uh, Xena Warrior Princess uh, was like pulling the president's leg and told her that she was the the final side or that she was a Cylon? I just, you, I mean, we sat there and went, "What?" And then she's like, oh, "I'm just kidding." And it's like <laughs> that was hysterical. We haven't watched it yet. No. Crap. Oh, no, it's all right. Sorry. Don't worry about it. Oh, my. Sorry. See, it's the one show. And it's funny because my wife has been married to a geek for 10 years. It's the one show that she will sit down and watch with me and says, this show hugging rocks. Well, it's, uh, it, it is. I watch it with my 17-year-old son, and last night at 11 o'clock was the first time mm-hmm. that we had a chance to watch it. So that was when we watched it. And see, that's my point is that the appeal to this thing is, is pretty wide. I mean, it's not a big audience, but they're more civilian than geek. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, it, frankly, the one that was on, the most recent <laughs> one probably had more, oh, Jeff is sitting over there because Jeff is Jeff an idiot it. and yeah. doesn't like the show. Oh, I am tuning out. And I we, am a pud. And <laughs> you oh, pud. Pud, pud, pud. Shannon, drink. Oh, drink. sorry. Um, <sighs> I'm, I'm having a problem over here, you guys. Clearly. <laughs> and it, it actually struck me when I got um, copies of episodes that weren't completed yet from from sci-fi channel and they don't have the special effects in and you realize how few special effects most of the episodes have the one this week had a lot but you know a lot of the episodes it's really minor because it's not about special effects and it's not about outer space for the most part exactly because sci-fi channel just hates things in outer space wait wait, wait. shannon are you okay i have to go poop okay (laughs) 
You ass. <laughs> no, that is All professional. Right, that is perfect. Oh, wait. I have to drink now. Mm. <laughs> I'll drink water. Okay. Take a drink of water. So we don't have to worry about, you know, somewhere, somewhere along the line becoming less classy. <laughs> I don't think we have that problem, no, Mr. Pierce. We do not. Uh, let's see. So uh, uh, what about the new shows uh, that are coming out? I, I know I'm guessing. I can only guess on most of it because... Most geeks are squealing about Dollhouse. They're real excited about that. Yay, um, Eliza Dishku. As am I, I have well, to admit. Yeah, okay. I have two completely different reactions to this. One of them is, woo show, Joss Whedon show, Eliza Dushku. The other is, Joss Whedon show on Fox. So I, I'm not getting my hopes up because I, you know, I think that when it comes on, we should be grateful for every episode we see and not hold our breath on seeing a lot of them. You really don't think it'll stick around, huh? Well, how many good shows has Fox been... Has, well, they canceled. I mean, the Firefly, last, right? I mean, the only the only sci-fi show they did that was long running was X Files, and mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to recreate that, you know. And they, I mean, we all know what happened with Firefly. So, yeah. Well, do you think they let X Files go so long? Because they that, that it, that, and it got bad that they got yes. like turned off to sci-fi. No, I that, think or? no, because it's different people. You know, the people who are running Fox now. Have, are completely different people true. than the ones who were running it then, but you know sci-fi is is hard, and and the fact is that most shows don't have the kind of vast audience that they want, um, and these shows, you know, Battlestar Galactica, if, for the audience that watches that show, would be a horrible failure on Fox. It succeeds yeah. quite nicely well, for for sci-fi, but it, there aren't enough people to supported on a broadcast network. Well, and you could probably do four episodes of some single-camera sitcom that you could do with one episode of Battlestar Galactic or something. Money, Financially, yeah. Money I mean, oh, yeah. I think that's another thing. Is well, we, there's not enough geeks to support the shows we want to watch. I mean, the nice thing is that is that special effects are cheaper than they used to be. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and you can do CGI, you know, with... Uh, Star Trek for most of for most of the Star Treks they had to build models. It wasn't till what toward the end of was it Voyager that they had the first completely CGI. Absolutely, um, battle scene. Yeah, and and you know um, Babylon Five was CGI the whole time. There were never any models of any of those ships, and the same thing for Galactica. So you could blow mean, up fifty of those ships, and you never had well, to rebuild a single one. To digress a little bit, it cracks me up to think. You know, Star Trek Two, I think, is a fantastic movie, but we were so blown away by these battles between two ships and seeing, you know, the the phasers ripping into each other and all this kind of stuff. And then you get to the end of Deep Space Nine, where you had literally hundreds of ships in different fleets all wheeling around and blowing mm-hmm. up, and it's like, holy crap, you know? Which which says to me that Star Trek Two was well directed. Because, I mean, those ships didn't move really fast when they were battling in the nebula and no. stuff like that. They, no. they weren't like, like you see now. Oh, they were great. Anyway, oh, sorry. they slowly emerge out of the Mutara nebula. And, and, <laughs> and I saw a documentary about Pixar in preparation for the interview that will be coming up from director of WALL-E, Andrew Stanton. That will wow. be coming up in a second. Um, where the first CGI kind of segment that was used in a film was in Star Trek II. And that was the Genesis explanation. Oh, yeah. The Genesis wave stuff. This was, this was uh, the first like, big thing that Pixar did was that. And it was because so they good wa- that they used it again in Star Trek Three. Exactly. Huh? They wanted to see if it would work. Everything all right, Shannon? Feel better? Have you come out okay? You okay. I feel like I, I've been violated by myself. <laughs> oh, jeez. You can't blame my jambalaya no, for that. No, no. TMI, TMI. It's been my behavior for it, the last... Oh, it was the, uh, the beverages. Yes. That'll do that. Uh, anyway, so what other what other TV shows should we be looking for? Well, um, frankly, oh, we, we didn't I'm even behind. get to Dollhouse. J.J. Abrams' new one too. Yeah. But we are behind because because of this strike year. Normally, I would have a lot more pilots than I do. Hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, I hate to review things before I've seen them, and I haven't seen a lot of stuff yet. Do you know anything about this uh, Middleman show that's on ABC Family? Isn't that based on a comic book it or is. something? Yes. Yeah. What do you guys know about that? Nothing. I haven't well, gotten have, it yet. Have, haven't read it, but it's one of the lost people who actually wrote the comic book it's based on. Really? Yeah. Do you know anything about it, plot-wise? It's got or a chick in it. Yeah? She wears a tie uh-huh. and has a big gun. That's all you need. Uh-huh. What, what more do you need to know? My only concern, ABC Family. Um... Yeah, but the good thing about ABC Family is if a show gets on, 
even if it's for one season, the whole season will air. It's not going to get yanked off. No, I just mean content-wise. I, <laughs> oh. I just hate I hate any family programming at well, all. Well, ABC Family is not... This is not your father's family channel. There's stuff on there that would not have made it on huh. back when Pat Robertson and that crowd owned the family channel. Okay. And uh, huh? Is there going to be an actor strike? Do we know? Oh, no, probably. It's, or is it? It's looking... I don't know. I yeah. mean, after signed... Yes. There's two unions. There's after and there's SAG. And after signed, which is I think a great sign. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I, I I think it's a done deal basically. For that, that it won't not, be. That it's not yeah, going to be. Gonna, that there won't be. They're oh, to the demands. Wouldn't that yeah. piss you off? And a couple weeks ago, the the president of a network that I won't name, Fox, um, <laughs> told me that. He, when I asked him what he thought the possibilities were, he said if there was a strike, he thought there would be a split in the union and that the working actors would continue to work. So it'll be interesting to see. But when after signed, I thought, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, this is great. So hopefully we'll get our new episodes of uh, hopefully. everything. Hopefully, know, hopefully. Reaper, yeah. Because I mean, and all that stuff. And, and pushing daisies for that matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Terminator. And Terminator. Speaking oh, yeah. of Fox actually bringing back a show. See, this is true. Maybe I'm being too harsh toward Fox, although that hardly seems possible, um, at least in terms of what they do to sci-fi shows. But yeah, they did bring back Terminator. So is Is it true that... Uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Is going to be on the new Terminator, or the Terminator show? Yep, Apparently, she's yeah. Is she a Terminator? God, I hope so. No, she's a scientist <laughs> lady or owns a yeah. sciencey place or something. <laughs> she better be a hard-ass, she, she owns no, the no, no, science no. shop no, around she, the corner. She'll be the sluttiest scientist. She works at Skynet Nanny. Yeah. Skynet Nanny. Exactly. And uh, let's see, I you know we're running out of time, so we can't talk about the new nine zero two one zero. I'm sorry, we're just we're. No, I know you guys no. have been dying to. We're we're gonna have to skip it. We're gonna have to skip it. I you know. Sorry. It, well, are you sure? Because you know they we have learned that Tori Spelling will actually appear. On that is this. some amazing special effects. That, well, say. she was always special effects. And you know they, that one kid from The Wire, the kid that played uh, Michael on it. Yeah. All I know is Aunt he's, Becky's he's in the cast. Be Aunt Becky's in it, and I like that. Yeah. Aunt Becky? Actually, from, she's, from Full she's House. a nice person. Oh, but. okay. <laughs> again, well, that's right, because you love Full House. Again, a, no, a show Rachel. that I didn't, a show I never saw. There is right. going to be an African American on the new 90210. I know. <gasps> no. Do you think he'll be streetwise and hip? I, I, he's adopted. No, he'll. he'll. Or, or will he say things like, uh, if I wasn't married to the streets, I'd be married to you. <laughs> oh, let's hope. That kind of great, hope. great uh, stuff. White people writing inner city dialogue is always <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on to movies then. Uh, let's see. We've got... Uh, should we do the interview? We yeah, could. Let's, let's do the interview. Now, we, uh, we saw Wally. Last Sunday. I hate you guys. I'm sorry. I know you... Derek's been looking forward to it. Shannon, not so much. I don't care. Well, I don't want to talk to Shannon. So okay. anyway, <laughs> it's Aww. about a little, I don't know. It looks like Short Circuit We should better special. We should have done this while Shannon was gone. It's I know. I was actually going to say, let's talk about Wally while Shannon's in the bathroom. No, we should have. Well, I might have to leave again, folks. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a long it's, night. it's been a long weekend. <laughs> yeah. um, I seriously almost like cried in the trailer, though. Like They hit so many good notes in that trailer. I just I cannot wait to see that movie. Well, I, I, I can't wait. I talked with Andrew Stanton about all the robot movies that have made me cry. And, and well, let's 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 just get right to it. Here's the interview that, uh, and Jeff interviewed him as well. But here's a here's a few minutes of me sitting down with uh, Andrew Stanton, the director of Pixar's Wall E. He also uh, directed uh, and and wrote most of Finding Nemo. He's also the voice of Crush. But you'll be happy to know I didn't ask him to do the voice of Crush in the interview because everyone else did. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Andrew Stanton. Where do we begin? Wherever you want to. Let me guess. Why Hello Dolly? Okay. <laughs> I was going to work that in there. That was, that's as good a place as any. I think that's going to be the question of the movie. Well, and first of all, I had to ask. I have to admit I'm embarrassed. I don't know my musical theater oh, too okay. much. I think you need to. to but, uh, but why Hello Dolly? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, I initially had just 30s French swing music over space. I just loved the idea of old-fashioned against the new. And, uh, and I just thought it was a really fresh way to sort of come into the movie and it wouldn't feel like your typical entrance to a movie. Mm-hmm. And it kind of epitomized Wally, I thought. And uh, then uh, this was in 2003, 
And then Triplets of Belleville came out, which is this great French oh, yeah. animated picture, which is pa- largely pantomime. It has a lot of French 30 swing music in it. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to look like I'm copying. So I started looking for something else. And in my searches, I just started said, well, maybe it could be old-fashioned musicals or something. And, and I had done musical theater as a kid, so I remember you know the plays I was in and I sort of got down to Hello Dolly and that one song Put On Your Sunday Clothes came on and the phrase out there jumped out and it just kind of struck me just the, the, the sting of that and then the more I listened to the song I realized well it's about these two naive guys trying to go out into the big world and, and possibly uh, have an experience and maybe meet a girl and I thought that's perfect that totally captures the naivete and wonder that this character has so in a weird way by hearing that song at the beginning you're sort of meeting him and his desires before you're meeting him. And uh, then I found, the, I looked at other songs, and when I found that second song, uh, It Only Takes a Moment, I, it was such a great device to show how he felt uh, about or, or was interested in love and how we might um, portray it. Because you know, they're not going to be able to say what they think in this movie. Um, then I was hooked. Then I said I had to, I had to use this movie. So it sort of stumbled into it. Mm-hmm. Well, I I will also want to know um, because I, I'm just a total geek about this kind of thing. I guess they're called Easter eggs. I noticed a few in the movie. <laughs> there are uh, the Pizza Planet truck, of course. Yeah, the other person that interviewed me didn't see it, but I'm glad you saw it. We, uh, you know, I know you sneak those in as yeah. many times as you can. Uh, the uh, uh, the the ship was sort of an homage to Hal from 2001, right? Kinda. The uh, the the Otto's eye sort of is, is definitely uh, an homage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the compass. That's in front of the uh, uh, the castle at Disneyland. Was that the swimming pool? Wow! I never made that connection. If we did that, that was unconscious. No, my, really? art, my art director just came up with something that was really clear to read from below, and because it was nautical, because we were sort of on an ocean liner in space, that was the only reason that came up. Go take a look at that wow. compass right out in front. I wow. swear to you, it's the same one. And of course, Tomorrowland stuff, Disneyland. Well, that was we were definitely inspired by the first approach to Tomorrowland at the inception of Disneyland because we thought that era of what people thought the future was going to look like was the coolest, most aesthetic mm-hmm. version ever. We always called it the where's my jetpack factor, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, and, and the floating car and all that stuff. And so we were definitely inspired by that future for making our future. Can we add this to the long list of robot movies that have made us cry? Uh, Maybe there's just something about the soul and the machine and stuff that just comes along with that territory. Well, I made a list, and you're kind of a film geek yourself. So uh, I started with Iron Giant. Yes. Made me cry. Silent Running. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2001, When Hal Dies. Wow, I never cried at that, but okay. You didn't? Okay. Um, <laughs> Saturn Three, only because it was awful. <laughs> that I did cry for the same reason. <laughs> Because I wanted it to be good so badly. And can we count Blade Runner in there as a robot you movie that made you cry? I got a little misty-eyed, but not okay. much. Yeah. What yeah. about AI? Oh, oh yes. Definitely yeah, I, I must be a cruel, heartless bastard because I didn't cry. Oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Terrible. <laughs> did you see the documentary, The Pixar Story? Yes, you, I did. Because you're all through that. Well, yeah. I, I remember seeing the footage of you when they announced... Here's the guy who's going to do our next movie. I'm pretty pale. And you are, you're, you're, you are pale and baby-faced. Yeah, and I never forgave him for doing that to me in front of everybody. How old were you then? Uh, well, God, that would have been 2001. So I would have been uh, seven years younger. So that would have not got to do my math. 35. You looked terrified. When he I was, was also saying, holding a big bottle of yeah. champagne soon after yeah. that. <laughs> Here's the guy. This is the, this is the guy who's going to take us to the next level. Tell me about the pressure. And is it off now? <laughs> no. No. To be honest, um, there's always pressure. And there was always pressure before then. Um, in the beginning, we had the pressure of like, wow, we didn't even know we'd get a chance to make a movie when we were making Toy Story. And we knew that if we failed at it, that would be our one shot. Bugs Life, we, we had to be good enough so that we could finance ourselves to be able to keep going and, 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 and keep all these people employed because we'd sort of started an infrastructure. And frankly, all the way up into Monsters, we couldn't sustain the studio unless we kept being a success. So we always had internal pressures that almost eclipsed any outside pressures. So by the time we got stability as a studio, and now it suddenly just became about a track record, to me it's like pressure is pressure. It's all I've ever known. It's like basically once you enter... Uh, pro, you know, athletes, you know, you know uh, pro sports, you know, you're going to be in a very public forum of just trying to win games, and that's that's just comes with the territory. So, frankly, it's all I've known. I've never known it without pressure. 
When you come up with the stories, and like this one, you said you came up with the character first. Yeah. When you're thinking these up, do you see the actors that you want to be, you know? Sometimes. The part, and like your part, you had a small part in this one, you've done Crush. Yeah. Did you know when you're writing, okay, that's that's going to be my no, part? No, most of the time they, they come out of necessity. I mean, um, so anytime I've been a voice, it's well, most often been just by default. It just happened to work and we couldn't find anybody better. You know, that certainly was the case for Crush. But how cool is it to be not only a famous character like that, but a ride at the Disney parks? <laughs> it's surreal. It's surreal. <laughs> Thank goodness that we work in San Francisco, and I don't, I'm not made aware of that every day, so I kind of forget that that all is going on somewhere else. Let's go ride Dad at Disneyland. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That's the last thing my kids want to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up uh, the little vignettes before the shows that ever I look forward to you mean the short films the short films yeah presto I look forward to those just as much as the movie and almost everybody I know does like what are they going to have this time good good when do you decide okay come up with an idea this is just going to be a short or let's take this to the bigger level no we very consciously kind of uh, it's it's actually usually a person that we're investing in not the idea Mm. and I would say that's the case in almost everything including the features it's like we're not um for as much as Pixar is a famous name and everybody looks at us as a studio, we're not a corporate think tank. We're not a bunch of executives on a board saying this is what we're going to do next. So it's, they're, they're, that's the thing that I, you know, I've always sort of said going through the last 15 years. Like the, the reality is nobody's flying the plane. We're, we just sort of get a bunch of great people in a room, hire them, and then sort of get out of their way and go, what, what do you want to do next? And if we like it, then we, we say, okay, go for it. Do you think that's why Pixar has been significantly more successful than other groups? I don't think it's one thing. I mean, I think that's certainly where it starts, and, I, and that's the guarantee that at least internally we're going to make a great movie you know, I mean, or have the best chances of making a great movie. But you can't ignore just how you know absolutely, absolutely useful uh, and, and essential Disney's been in being able to sort of market us out there yeah. and give us the sort of exposure that you need and sort of the smart navigation that we've gotten through all of that by Steve Jobs. I mean, it's really been that trifecta. You know, you could argue over the ratio of all that, but mm-hmm. you know. If you guys don't, I'm going to get totally geeky on you. We can deal with some geek for a minute, and then I'll go back All to right. kids' questions. We're going to ask about uh, Sigourney Weaver as the voice of his ship. That's Grace, good, too. That Grace was a homage. huge coup. Yeah. I, I, I was really worried that, um, that she probably would not say yes to something like this. So I thought, well, I might have to have the movie more done so that it kind of can prove itself to convince somebody of her stature. So I begged my producer, uh, Jim Morris, to hold back a little bit of money. And say, just no matter how much we're costing, like, just because just I may want to ask her in the last six months of this movie to, like, because it's just a voice, so I can be last minute about putting her in the movie. Uh-huh. And uh, so we did that, and it, it worked perfectly. And I and um, we had dinner with her the night before we were going to record her, and I explained this to her, and she goes, oh, I would have said yes three years ago. And I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> like, all that hand-wringing for nothing. But she was... Exactly what I mean. She's sci-fi royalty, and mm. uh, and I and I kind of geeked out at the dinner. I said, you know, you know, I kind of thought it'd be kind of funny that Ripley would be playing mother now, and, and she said, oh yeah, I get that, you know. So okay, uh, when you started out, you were you worked on uh, the Mighty Mouse cartoons. Wow, with, you're going way back with Ralph Bakshi. Yeah. Once you've worked well, for Ralph, then you can say, work for anybody. I was going to say, <laughs> is he just a crazy genius, or what, what was yeah. it like to work for him? He was crazy. I mean, <laughs> in every, you know positive sense of the word he, I mean he was gregarious and uh, enthusiastic and uh, and you know it was pretty crazy for him and a pioneer <laughs> a pioneer in the pioneer but you know and also I gotta say I mean that was our first my first job Jim Reardon who wrote Wally with me was actually his uh, the first guy he hired for to write Mighty Mouse and Jim hired me to write with him and so I've I always felt obligated to like do the favor back to Jim, and then he became a great director on The Simpsons for 10 years. Oh, yeah. And so I've been trying to woo him forever to come up to Pixar. And so when he finally came on, I it just timed out. I'm like, why don't you help me write Wally? And it's been great. But he and I used to, have used this term all the time. Like, what, you, know, what, you can't scare me. I've worked for Ralph Bakshi. So, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, what, what do we have to do to get uh, Wally nominated as Best Actor this year? Because uh, I don't think he, it'll ever happen. He did it. He did everything that needed to be done. He is, he is definitely uh, the most endearing, charming character I feel like I've ever had a hand in, in creating. Um, but I honestly think there's something that you get to tap into 
solely because you're doing it in pantomime that you know another actor doesn't get to take advantage of. And so you're getting to see the same tool set that you saw Buster Keaton or Charlie Chaplin get to use. And it's powerful stuff. I mean, when it's done right, because you're forced to finish the equation yourself and you're not being completely, it's not being completely spelled out to you how to, to judge something or react to something, um, if they do it right, you're, pu- you're adding the, f- the finishing piece yourself and usually it's from your own pool of history and emotional history and stuff. And it's very powerful when they do it right. So I knew that, you know, and you kind of even saw it with, like, characters like R2-D2 and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, the inference is very powerful when it's done right. And, I, and, I, and so we, we knew that if, if we played Wally just right, it could be really, really, you know, really appealing. Thank you all very much. Wow. I'm sorry, you didn't see me. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Sure. Thank you, Pleasure to meet you. Love, so love the so movie. Pleasure. So wasn't that an excellent interview? Uh, I really like that. That's really good. Astonishing. (laughs) I learned a lot. Thank you. So yeah, the long list of robot movies that made me cry. Wally. Just was it was it that good? It was really good. That's really really I really really liked it. And And, and, uh, and I thought it was tracking badly with little kids, but I took my niece's kids with me, and seriously through the entire film. Wally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wally. Wally. I was about ready to reach down and smack them. Ah, uh, children. Ah, oh, they're great. Being there for kids is super good fun. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was very, I thought it was very good. And seriously, uh, I want to, I want to talk about the short circuit thing because I've been getting emails and phone calls. Look, go back and watch short circuit again. I'm sorry. It, it's, and short circuit too. But why did they make him look like Johnny Five though? That's what I don't get because they're going to get that. What they did was, and and he told me this is that uh, the eyes, and that's the Johnny Five thing. The eyes are based on a pair of binoculars that he had, yeah. and he realized. And even even I remember as a kid, we used to do that, and it, it looked like eyes, mm-hmm. and you could make them very mm-hmm. you know, do a lot of expression with them. That's why he used those, and that's why everyone is saying he looks like Johnny Five. Well, I'm not trash talking the movie. I just don't care. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Oh, you will. We'll oh, see. Oh, you will. But you're you're not a big fan of these big CGI cartoons in the first place, though, right? No, uh, you like you, know. you like The Incredibles, though, right? I like That's The Incredibles, though. That's uh, and I liked Ratatouille. Ratatouille I mean, I, I, was you know, great. I took a kid to see it. I just found a kid on the street. Really? <laughs> <laughs> There was that little incident with the police afterwards saying, what were you doing with this child? You want to see a movie about a rat that can cook? Come here, you little (laughs) bud. Do I? I just, I needed another drink, so I had to have an excuse. But uh, you want to give your review of of Wally? Uh, Or are you allowed? I don't know. I'm embargoed, I believe. You're embargoed? Oh, I I can do it then. Four stars. Terrific. So, like, it's almost as good as Heartbeeps. That's another. We, we, we brought that up. Long actually. list of the uh, robot movies that made me cry, <laughs> for a completely different reason. For completely different reasons, that in Saturn Three, but <clears throat> danger, danger. Remember in Heartbeats, they had uh, beer in in uh, bags. God, you remember in what? too what? much <laughs> about Heartbeats. Yeah, I just remember it was Andy Kaufman and uh, Rodney Dangerfield, Bernadette, Bernadette, Bernadette Peters. Peters Rodney Dangerfield was a robot. Oh, gee, I don't remember that. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. And they drank beer out of like. Um, Capri Sun bags. I thought that was pretty cool, and I'd like to know when we're getting those. <laughs> I'm working on that. Beer if bag. You just Beer you... bag. But uh, yeah, Wally, best uh, best actor, as far as I'm concerned. What? Uh, more? I'm serious. You will get more emotion out of this little robot than you will most actors this season. I am telling you right now, he was that expressive. Plus, Fred Willard shows up. Oh yeah, and you got Fred Willard as the president of. A big, it's just I, I want to tell you so much about it, but I don't want to ruin it. it, it but I'm going to anyway. Uh, Human so, beings have become so lazy in the future that they basically float around on. They don't walk. Yeah, They're, they they have floating rascals They're, essentially. They are shaped. <laughs> they are shaped like jelly beans with hands and feet, and and they can't really walk because they haven't ever walked. Wow. Uh, maybe and so it. you it's know, kind of deep, actually. So you know, ob- obesity rights groups are going to be complaining. Yeah, but nah, who cares? Just an excellent just movie. Run away from them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and I swear, it's a good thirty minutes. Distract them with cars. a snack treat and run. That's true. Good, shor- uh, good. Uh, it's shorter than cars. There's a great scene where the ship that they're on tilts, and they all fall off of their chairs and start rolling down toward the side of the ship, <laughs> and they can't. 
They can't write themselves. God, it's just awesome. Anyway, very good, uh, very funny movie, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, make you cry. Sorry, it will. Okay, I'll go see it. Shut up. And you, you especially, Derek. I'm yeah. a baby. I have six older sisters. You think I don't cry just for no reason anyway? <laughs> Is that because they slapped you a lot? It's because they dressed me up a lot. Oh, sorry. Oh, really? What happened? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, on. come on. Shannon, we'll Shannon save that. Can, can you offer him any therapy? Or? Um, well, yeah, yeah I'm you're, a, you're a hey, counselor. Well, not, I'm not a counselor. I put kids in classes. Oh. Okay, but, I mean, class I, we can talk it out. Suggest I'm a, I go yeah, to? Yeah, what? He should... Uh, Jim, uh, we should. Throw, <laughs> could, I don't know. There, we should. We should. I'll throw, see if uh, Man Up One Hundred One still open for us, sir. We should throw dodgeballs at him. I think. Uh, now, uh, okay. So we're talking about movies, and of course, uh, uh, X Files movie coming, and uh, oh, which I think looks good. And, I, uh, I want to believe it is good. Oh wait, that's not the title. It's I want to believe. Yeah. But now Derek had some uh, things he wanted to bring up about. Uh, like comic book movies specifically, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, oh, and Dark Knight. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Oh, I know, I know. And uh, uh, so basically, I was, I was uh, the other day looking at all the movies that are coming out this year or that have come out, like the superhero movies. And then I started thinking about who was directing them and who was writing them. And I got really excited, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, geeks are taking over! Like people who deserve to direct these movies are taking over, and that's why they're so good." Um, and I, I just kind of want to open up to that. I don't want to just like talk about it all myself, but I've taken a bunch of notes about like who's directed what and you know what movies led them there and stuff. And I, I want to get your opinions I just, on here's this. Here's what I like, and this is something that's always bothered me. I like to see movies now that have respect for the source material mm-hmm. once again. Yeah. I've never understood why... Okay, we've got... A, this comic book's been going on for 30 years. Yes. Um. We're not going to do anything that's ever been in a comic book. We're going to make up our own stinky story, and you're going to like it, sir, because we don't want it comic booky. That's what I hate. And it's like, you know what? The comic books are better than your movie. Mm-hmm. I think they're changing that, though. Don't you think? Exactly. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Iron Man rules. I hope the Incredible Hulk rules. The earlier word of mouth good. Well, I'm I very think, scared. I think it will. Like, and this goes back to like I was looking at directors and stuff. Louis Leterrier, the guy that directed Hulk uh-huh. or Lewis or whatever. I don't know. It's if he's Louis. French. It's, it's Louis. Louis. Okay, um, directed transporter movies, right? And Danny the Dog. Did you guys see Danny the Dog? Also called Unleashed. Unleashed. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a movie about a guy that's basically an animal that just goes crazy and beats the crap out of people. And and he got a good performance out of Jet Li. Yeah, not just like a really good, like yeah, emotional, and Uh he can do it. He is a good director. He's directed movies that led him to the Hulk. Did Jet Li make you cry in that movie? He I pretty close did. Yeah. I felt sorry. Really so, so that would be another you know. one where a robot made you Here's cry. Here's what I hope that because <laughs> Jeff caught me watching Spider-Man three again yeah. today before we left the house. Really? Yes. Yeah. Aww. Just to see, was it really that bad? It was. Um, we, <laughs> and I just hope that the Hulk has at least half as much singing, crying, and dancing in it as Spider-Man three. <laughs> now <laughs> I will come to Spider-Man 3's defense on the dancing part. And listen, hear me oh, out. Hear me out. No, 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 such a pud. I'm dying drink. to hear that. I'm drink. dying to hear this. Oh, drink. Okay, right. here's the thing. Peter Parker is he cool? No. The black suit makes a nerd think he's cool. How is a nerd who thinks he's cool gonna act? He's gonna be an idiot, and he's gonna like try and dance to impress girls, and like. Cool it, Daddy O. And like, I think it you know, worked. He, I think it what worked. If, you know, he has a he has a point. It's like when uh, Richie wore Fonzie's jacket. There you it go. just didn't. No, it's <laughs> terrible. It's, and, and like, uh, you may not like the execution, but I think that the idea worked. I laughed. I'm sorry. What if I what if emo Spider Man and emo Hulk had been in the same movie? Oh, I did. I did notice that the Hulk's got his hair down. Like, uh-huh. I mean, Peter Parker. In his eyes? <laughs> Does he really? He oh, is kind of emo up. looking. Yeah, he I, is. What I, what I keep saying when I was like. You don't want to mess with me. I got my hair down. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I'll still say this. Spider-Man 3, not not a good film, but I still would watch that over the third Pirates of the Caribbean and the oh, third amen. Shrek movies Heck, again. In a or anything with the words fantastic and four in it. Yeah. What about the third X-Men? I also would watch it before I watched I went into that it, movie with such low expectations that I actually kind of enjoyed it. That's, I was and that's way. the same way for me. I, heard, I was exactly I the same way. Well, you saw, it before, you saw it before anyone told you how crappy it was, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't see it until it was on HBO. Really? We really? rented it on DVD. Was, I wasn't going to go see that in the theater. I saw it in the theater. I'm, I'm a little worried about... Frankly, I've changed my mind 
on the X Files thing because Jeff showed me the trailer and it looks kind of good. Cool. And and it looks I, I still think it's a good idea to do a like a standalone episode. But now I'm afraid that my expectations are up. And this is a show that I liked for about two or three years and then just over the next however many years just hated it more and more. So maybe my <laughs> expectations are too high. I guarantee I, it will get two stars out of me. Two stars? At least two stars. At least two. Because Billy Connolly is in it. I love Billy Connolly. And all he has to do is talk. You ever heard his band? He's in a band? Yeah, he has a band. He does like this Irish punk rock. Really? And he plays the banjo. That's weird because isn't he Scottish? Yeah. Well, Celtic, whatever. Oh, sorry. But yeah, he plays the banjo and sings. It's pretty cool. I had no idea. Yeah. I just saw him kneeling on the ground going, it's here. Oh. That's all I know. My God. This is so off topic, but I have to bring it up. Go ahead. Guess Guess who might be coming to Burt's Tiki Lounge this summer? On a this sun? is so awesome. Corey Feldman and his band. <laughs> no. Corey Feldman and the Truth Movement. The Truth Movement? Might be. I don't know if I'm supposed to be You know he's going to sit and preach about being vegan all night. Is he vegan? Oh, yeah. I'll throw meat at him. Oh. That's right. That, that, Eat that, that, frog, brother. That band name just makes me think of like CNC Music Factory or something. Oh. I hope he does. You know what? I hope he does. And I, you know, I'd be nice to him and stuff, and I'd love to interview him. Well, if he if he comes, let's he's do it. Oh, the, like I hope he's he... one of the Frog Brothers. Yeah, oh. I, he, I, he's touring in support of that new Lost Boys movie. I think. You mean the direct video Lost Boys sequel? Yeah. Oof. How how come he's in a direct mo- uh, DVD thing? DVD thing. And did you know that uh, for Crank Two, Biling and. Uh, Corey Feldman? Oh, no, Corey Haim yeah. are in that. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't, that's a movie I can't wait for. I've got a list of sequels uh, uh, that we can get to uh, in our next program, perhaps. Uh, now, what uh, uh, did you did you have anything else that you wanted? Oh, yeah, no, no. I, mean, I, I was just like... Because we got sidetracked with Corey sorry, Feldman. No, that's, <laughs> that's fine. Um, no, I, want, I was going to talk about like Batman Begins. We all pretty much agree that rules. Totally. Well, Dark Knight looks like it's going to be so good. Totally. Mm-hmm. All right. They gave Warner Brothers gives this thing to Christopher Nolan. Thank you for giving it to someone that's not Joel Schumacher, the man that brought us Saint Elmo's Fire. You give the guy that directed Saint Elmo's Fire Batman and the original Lost Boys. I didn't want to bring that up because that's like a good. I movie. actually like that. No, movie. have you watched it? No, not that recently. movie's not a good. Yeah, go back movie. and watch it again. Even though no. I'm, I will. I'll admit I've probably seen it forty-five times. Really, I've seen it. I, I saw to, it a lot in high school. Yeah, I a used to skip lot. class and go see it at the Valley Fair Mall Dollar Theaters. Oh but my like, god! Okay, if it's so bad, why would you give Batman to him? And like, finally, they get Christopher Nolan, who directed Memento mm-hmm. and Insomnia, movies about isolation, movies about you know uh, angst and not knowing who you are and all this stuff. It's like get like just because he hasn't directed a big action movie like. Joel Schumacher has doesn't mean he's not capable of well, doing something awesome with these characters. What I think did they're the, getting it now. The guy that made Fantastic Four. What did he else did he make? Tim Story. He made Taxi. Yes. Yeah. The, the one with the the Queen Latifah and the Jimmy Fallon. Oh. And, 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 and and I think he made either Barber Shop or Beauty yes. Shop. He, oh. Those were his. Oh, hey, that's the guy to make a superhero movie. Oh yeah, yeah. and Punisher. Punisher was done by Jonathan Hensley, yeah. who had previously directed nothing but wrote Die Hard Three and Jumanji. <laughs> Well, that, well, yeah. I like uh, Jumanji. I will, it, yeah, but that's it, not the Punisher. It's not a primer for Punisher. Know. Is it, you know, I mean, like, you know. And, of course, my theory does go to pot mm-hmm. when you bring Ang Lee to direct Hulk. Don't make it, me Ang Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would like me if you make me Ang Lee. I'm, I'm going to run that joke into the ground. Again, <laughs> everybody's everybody pisses on the Hulk movie. I and hate that movie. I, I, Makes I me want to smash. Dude. I thought it was but they, okay. But the new Hulk. We have hope. I, you, yeah. But I'm scared. Oh, I've, we have I've hope. I've been so... Bur- I'm so scared, you guys. I won't even buy, like, the cup at 7-Eleven. <laughs> I was going to ask when we were at the SAF earlier. I, I'm not buying anything until I see it. You're I, not committing. No. You're not committing to this you know relationship. How much stuff, you know how much Hulk stuff I have, right? So have you bought any of the toys? I haven't bought anything. Not even the little Marvel Mini Mate? Okay, wait. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Mini... Those guys. But I'm not buying anything, because I went nuts. And, like, I still have, like... The hot dog things with the Hulk on it from Seven Eleven. Man, the last movie. Yeah, I and I just. Oh. Does it just bring up too many bad memories? I just. I don't want to be hurt again. I'll, I'll <laughs> say this: you are not as hurt as bad as us video game geeks get hurt in the movie theaters. You ball. Oh, oh yeah. Paul W. S. Anderson, who's directing Castlevania next. <laughs> but why do it's they like even the make best. those in the? Uh, 
And Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll, who's actually kind of awesome, though. Did you Agreed. See, did you see his retort to, like, the big internet petition that's going around? Yes. He's like, I will kick all your asses. <laughs> like, at least I don't make a piece of crap movie like... Michael Bay. Michael Bay sucks. I make. No, I he make d- but he makes the worst movies on the planet, though. But, he, but, but the uh, worst, best. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Alone in the Dark is awesome. Is if that for, the one with uh, Tara Reid? Yes. Oh. What, what, uh, what, uh, did he make the one where they're uh, kicking each other in bikinis too? Yes. What is that one? Oh no no no! Uh, Dead or alive or DOA? Alive, no. That was like free on the internet. They knew it was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> no no. Did have Jamie Presley in it? Yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. Oh, but I think they no, mailed out checks to people good. to watch it. <laughs> Are you serious? You liked DOA? There are oh. lots of lots of hot girls kicking each so, other. And that goes a long way. I yeah, it does. Go watch porn then. <laughs> At least they're naked. I'm classier than that. No, you're not. It just scares him. Yeah, a little bit. What is that? No. <laughs> no. Alone in the dark, there's a scene in which you can see Tara Reid reading from the script that's in front of her. <laughs> that's right. Really? I remember, yes. I remember like you boring. telling me okay, about this. Okay, this, this sounds like a classic. This is, yeah, we, we, got a, we got a mystery science theater, this one. Yeah, they resurrected uh, Ed Wood to make that movie. Oh. All right, where I uh, we got oh, no, completely sidetracked. Where were we going? Yeah, but I'm but, sorry. but but see, Uva Bull does not make good geek movies because he's not a geek. Yeah, that's the point. I, 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 and I, am I correct? Yes. No, you're correct. And, and that's like, the point that uh, the Derek's make. And yeah. same with Paul W S Anderson. Like <laughs> when I saw Twenty Eight Days Later, I was like, oh great, now I have my Resident Evil movie. Yeah. The the whole like last half hour when they're in the mansion and it's crazy oh. and that music is playing and you're just like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Like. Why couldn't they fire, hire someone to direct that movie? Kind of, well, kind of like one of my favorite Uva Bull movies. Yeah. House of the Dead with the <laughs> rave zombies. Oh, oh God. Not, not to bring everything back to Star Trek, but I think, I think the, the point that you made that was correct is you have to have respect because, um, and Jeff's going to have to help me, who directed 2 and 6? Uh, Nicholas Meyer. Nicholas Meyer, thank you. He didn't know anything about Star Trek before... He did too. No, but he actually went back and watched the series and so on and so forth, because he had respect for it. Which is, I think, it's pretty lucky he still made a good movie approaching it that way. Because I think most directors do that, and if you don't grow up with it or just have some weird affinity for it, and it's not in your blood, I think it's hard to come at it from that angle and still make it right. So or, I think that's luck. Or good for him. I don't know. I don't know if it's luck because I think he's a great director, but but then uh, so great I can't remember his name. Sorry. <laughs> But then, and, and this is good news, and Jeff's going to disagree with me. That's why I'm happy that J.J. Abrams is doing the new Star Trek movie. You're not happy about that? No. Oh, he's really scared. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm scared I'm, too. I'm really scared. I I think honestly that he'll be able to bring something to it. I've never been interested to watch a Star Trek anything in my life, and I am really excited for that movie. So if nothing, I'm else, sorry, you've never been like interested me. to watch a Star Trek anything. What the hell are you doing here? I know. Well, <laughs> no, you'll get me. You guys will get me. Well, I mean, what what the hell are any of us doing no, here when none of us go. like Stargate? No, well, yeah, I know. Stargate can which, go to hell. Which is the next? <laughs> which is our I'm next show? It. Which what? is our next show? By the way, there if you're you a, if you're a Stargate fan, tune in. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Should you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because you'll be full of hate and rage. <laughs> tell tell us why you love it so much, and we'll address your emails. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and and I promise not to in a way that I can't. You're never retarded. You've never seen any Stargate anything. No. Oh, okay. I've never seen. Well, so I, saw the, I saw the I saw the original Scott. movie. Mm-hmm. And I said, what? They're making that into a TV show? And what? MacGyver's in it? <laughs> and what? And I, I said, no, thank you. <laughs> really con- it really confused him. <laughs> oh, I said, I don't funny. think so. <laughs> See, I, I'm going back to this Hulk thing, because I know you're concerned and you're not committing to the relationship. I'm but, not, dude. But these Hulk toys are really nice looking. Uh-huh. I mean, they're but really good I looking. have a lot of Hulk toys already. Marvel Legends Hulk. Look at that. I know, dude. Look I know, but I'm not buying anything until I see the movie. Does it make you feel better that the guy that wrote X-Men 2 wrote Hulk? No. Are really? Any, really? Because I liked X-Men 2. Are any of your Hulk toys Ed, made out of flubber? Or that Ed Oh, Norton don't you. He can jump high. He can jump high in the comic book, sir. <laughs> Ed Norton's done good rewrites <laughs> on stuff. By the way, I want to address that, too. There's that he's not that, getting credit? Yeah, that he's not getting credit because the studio won't let him Yeah, what let happened get, there? That, that they won't let him get credit? No, that's a lie. Yeah, reset it has that to, It us. has to do with the Writers Guild yeah. bylaws. And it's the same with uh, what other movie did he rewrite that he was in? Was American, American History, History X. X? Yeah. I've decided, speaking of puds, that Edward oh, Norton might be sorry. a pud. Why? He just seems like a pissy wiener. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's in good movies. He is so in good care. movies. It's like Tom Cruise. I he's want an my idiot, way. but I'll still I watch his movies. Way. I want Final Cut. I, I want meow, Final meow. Cut. <laughs> is Edward Norton. Norton a midget like Tom Cruise? Well, okay. If, Maybe. <laughs> to which, if I were the studio and Edward Norton said to me, I want Final Cut on a film, I would say, yeah, we went back and watched this little movie called Keeping the Faith <laughs> that you directed. Oh. Yeah. Um, it should have been 90 minutes, and you made a two-and-a-half-hour romantic comedy with ben, ben Stiller and, oh. and Dharma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's close to two-and-a-half. Yeah. She's That's cute right. as a button, though, I think. Everybody at, at the bar. <laughs> well, that's they're you like, dude, are, they're like, are you stoked for the Hulk? Because everybody knows I love the Hulk. Yes. Everybody's asking me, dude, are you stoked for the Hulk? I'm like, I don't know. Sounds like Edward Norton might have messed this one up. You know, I'm scared because they went in. Didn't they go in and recut it? Yeah. They watched it and they're like, this is another boring Hulk movie. Well, yeah. And then they recut it, right? But it was like, dude, Edward Norton's never been in a bad movie. And I'm like, yes, he has. Thank you. Keeping the faith. And what else? There was something else too. That well, that you might you might think was that was. Oh, I hated what the illusionist. illusionist? Yeah, oh, that, the illusionist. Uh, yeah. But uh, Jenna Elfman it seems less cute when she's when you ask her about something and she starts telling you it's about Scientology. Then she seems much less. Oh, is less she one of those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. for her. Poor Mr. Pierce has had so many bad experiences. <laughs> oh, well. Celebrities. Well, I just kind of I just kind of walked away at that point. It's like, but seriously, nobody asked her about Scientology. She just started. Does anybody Scientology. ever ask anybody about Scientology? Nobody I know. They don't have to. And that's the beauty of Scientology. Uh-oh. Now we're hosed. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's going to be shut down next week. <laughs> <laughs> if we are, you'll know why. <laughs> Tune in or not. not. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, I would not worry about the Hulk, frankly. I'm going to worry about it until Shannon, I see it. Shannon, let's go see it. YouTube I'm going to go see it. Right. Jeff and I are seeing it very soon. You guys very, are seeing it. Very there. soon. Yeah. And I have to wait because the wife's out of town. I'm thinking maybe that's what I'm going to do for Father's Day. Go see the Hulk with it's my an kid. Excellent Father's Day gift to you. But if it stinks, you guys, oh my God, I'm going to freak out. You'll are hear we, about it in two weeks if it stinks. Yeah. Are we, are we going to have to uh, help you through it? Another. No, I'm going to smash, another, dude. I'm going to do it. I'm going to smash. No disappointments? Oh, okay. Well, I guess that means that we have to go. All right, that's uh, uh, tune in next time for uh, all those. Remember all those things I said. Tune in next time for we're they're gonna, they're coming up we'll on try the next, to remember them all on the next geek show. Oh, damn, there's a list. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't write it down. And I'm, I'm telling sorry. you what, I'm going to make potty before it's the show starts. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I did make I did potty. this time. Go I just boom boom. <laughs> either <laughs> either just, that or we'll break phone. <laughs> I just missed you while you were gone. Right. I, all right. Uh, so anyway, let's uh, do the go around the table. What are you? Uh, what are you pimping? What are you excited about? What What are you uh, looking forward to? Mid season finale of uh, Battlestar Galactic. I can't wait. Oh, Scott yeah. Pierce, thank you. Venture Brothers, dude. Oh, the the new new excellent choice. Uh, yeah. Excellent choice. Yes. We can watch the new Shannon. show, like tonight, right? Yeah. yeah. Free yeah. on ComedyCentral.com. Or no, right now it's right. free on ComedyCentral.com. Yeah. That's right. It's too late, though. Mr. Vice. The Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon on the kids' CW. You're really pushing that. Really? It's good. I haven't had a I chance to see it I promise it's yet. good. That's the new one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the art direction on it is amazing, at least. Yeah. I haven't seen the show, but... They sort of combined elements from the movie and Ultimate Spider-Man in it. Cool. All right, and you, Mr. Derek Hunter? I can't believe we didn't get to comics this show, and we need to talk about Kick-Ass. We didn't get to comics this show for a reason, and that was people complained that we had too much comics on the last show. And that they want us to talk about real books. Yeah. (laughs) Real books, not comic books? People want us to talk about real books, and I'm like, dude, you want me to talk about my methods of teaching Okay, I well then develop, kids, developmental book? psychology. Then I have a recommendation of a real book too. Actually, you ready? Okay, I'm making everyone happy. Okay. Here. First of all, William Shatner's new autobiography. Oh, all right. Good, oh, sure. Good. It's funny. It's damn funny. I love right. the Shatner. And uh, of course, the sh- we do worship the Shatner. And this one, it's it's called the Wacky Packages Book. Oh no way! And it's like a coffee table book kind of thing. Of all those cool old of all those old wacky packages. Cool from uh, the oh, that's awesome. from the late seventies, early eighties. You remember those? I remember hearing about them. I know about them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it's, hearing it's about so them from my grandpa. Hey, how about this? I'll <laughs> finally read and give a review of that V book. The V. Oh, the, the fr- I've oh, got it sitting there. That's right. So I'll read the two so books I have to read for this class I'm in. Oh. There's a real but book. You guys oh. who complain about v. reading comics, go read 
a book that we recommend because, you know, oh, yeah. we read comics are good, good. comics. Yeah. We don't read crap comics. Well, and, and, and I take it back. I have a book recommendation as well. A real book. Yes. Okay. The Martian Tales Trilogy by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Read it now because a couple years down the road, Pixar is making a live-action version of John Carter of Mars. Oh, which is which yeah. is a comic book. Is there it going to be live action then, for it, sure? It, it, it sure sounds like it. Andrew okay. Stanton made it sound like Well, because in, in WALL-E, they're incorporating live action with the with the computer animation, and it works. Wow. Oh, cool. Really? Yes, yes, it actually the works. The jelly bean humans were actually real. So oh, really? See, here are the jelly bean humans. See? Yeah. There they are. Maybe I'll actually That's go see real. it. It's great. I might go see it, you guys. I, it's great. There, uh, there's so much good in this movie. I mean, Jeff's not, Jeff can't tell you, but I'm giving it the four stars. We you can know? take a geek show field trip. Well, me, and, me and Derek could snuggle and cry. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Let's, well, let's go watch The Iron Giant and we'll all. Oh, oh God, love The Iron Giant. Robot movie. We can't that makes shut you up. Cry. Listen to oh, I know. Well. We got to shut okay. down, don't we? All right. So uh, thank you for joining us on uh, the Geek Show Podcast. Of course, geekshowpodcast.com. Uh, the MySpace page, which is just uh, yeah. Geek Show. We've, we've got, we don't have that many friends now, but I want to give a shout out to uh, Andy in Austin. Guy's rad. I got a guy from China who's listening to us. I need what? to get, to, I, yeah, I need to get to his, uh, I need to get to his email in the next episode. And uh, again, thank you for joining us on the Geek Show. Uh, join us uh, next week for an, uh, another episode live from recorded live from my basement. We'll see you then. I'm addicted to Star Trek. I'm a Klingon speaking Federation freak. I find I'm more inclined to spend a bulk of my time. On the Starship Enterprise, the talking to girls that I mean, it's good to have.